0: The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Power, incident power, incident, 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 power, power, power
0: Okay, so we have we have three people who have very distinct backgrounds here that I don't think there would be any natural way for them to come together. Like and, and one of the things that I, I don't want this show to be is like the forced introductions. Like I obviously eventually the characters are gonna have to meet, but I, I wanna to try to do something more than just like everybody's at the bar, right? Um, so we we need to come up with a way That they're all together. And and maybe part of it could be the hook of the story. Um, So a lot of the things that we're going to cover on the show um, are going to be based on real events. Um, The names have been changed to protect the innocent. And also people have been dead for like 100 years. So it's okay. Um, And so one of the the hooks of Backfire that I I really like is uh, like there's this thriving entertainment district because everything there is so miserable. Ironically, there's like this, like really elaborate, like pop culture kind of thing. Um, so like theater, music, um, orchestras, everything from like what we consider to be like highbrow symphonies and like Broadway stuff to to low level, um, like fighting, like I guess like pro wrestling type of stuff or like grunge shows, um, mosh pits, like stuff that's not exactly highbrow culture, right? And I, I think that they would even have... I might have written about this in the campaign background. Like, they might have the technology to record stuff. Like, they might have figured out how to use magic to um, create, like, a their version of radio. And uh, so I can totally see, like, radio dramas being a thing in Backfire that people would listen to. And so I think where we start with this one is that one of the... Um, more famous directors um, of these dramas, uh, you found out that he was killed. That one day, his servant came to his house. He lived in a wealthier part of the city and uh, opened the front door, and he was dead. They, his body was just sprawled out in the entryway to his home. And so the servant comes in, um, sees him there screams uh, and and calls for help and because this is a, a nicer part of, of the city and given that the the man's reputation the victim's reputation um, as a celebrity the police actually do respond um, and so you find out that Alexander Tate who like I said was a, a well-known director producer um, entertainment mogul almost um, has been found dead so I think that I want to know how Percy would react to this because Percy, knows that he's a bard. I think Percy would definitely know who who Tate is. Or at least he's heard of him.
1: Yeah, so... Excuse me. Uh, so, Percy is interested because of uh, Tate's connections. Um, he's still trying to figure out this whole thing about the other him sitting at the table, mm-hmm. even now. So, and knowing that if Tate has all these connections, all this information, and everything if there's any lead he has to get back to his family and figure out what's going on with them, he's going to take it. So, if he was murdered for info, and if that info gets out, Percy wants to be there so he can learn what he can learn and get to the bottom of his own stuff.
0: Okay, so Percy sees it as, like, maybe these two mysteries are linked somehow.
1: Yeah, or, I mean, there's also the very huge possibility that Percy's forced them to link too just to have something to do.
0: So, so he's like seeing connections where there's, there's nothing really there, yeah. Like it really could just be a coincidence, yeah. So since Percy has come back, or like I'm not come back, but um, since the incident with him, has he been yeah. performing at all, or is he just kind of down on his luck?
1: He, probably best to describe it as he's purposely bad at his job, depending on how you treat him.
0: Purp- okay.
1: So like like if somebody says, oh, you play for something for me. Uh-huh he will deliberately play off rhythm and see if they notice
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> see if they notice if they're a real fan, like they yeah. would okay so, all
1: right uh, I mean he's, he he can be confident just that he's got this other thing messing with
0: well, him. yeah, <laughs> I it's <mean,
1: laughs> to the point of where he's not really you know keeping up with everything okay at the moment.
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like a real life analogue to that and I'm I'm drawing a blank. But we'll think of something. So I think our, our grizzled beat cop would be one of the people who would respond to this. Yep. Um does he have a name yet? Nope.
2: Give me
0: nope. A minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh and oh you know what? This is perfect too, because the, the grizzled beat cop can go get donuts
1: <laughs>
0: from <laughs> The Dark Bakery. Very Darken... Uh. Darken Donuts. Nah.
3: The Dark Something Rises?
1: No. No. <laughs> no. I'll stop. The Cupcake Rises? Oh. <coughs> uh
2: cupcake, cupcake rises. <laughs> now I'm just thinking. I'm just going through my head now of that movie and finding out how many quotes it can turn into food quotes now that have Bane just <laughs> popping in my head, like, "Oh,
1: <laughs> victory has defeated you. The flower has risen. <laughs> the
0: flower has risen. That, yeah. So that sounds more like a." not like a necromantic kind of thing. That's, yeah. Uh,
2: okay. Um, uh, his name is Solar. S-O-L-A-R. Okay. We'll make it, we'll make it
0: simple. Okay. Uh,
2: because, uh, here's the, the point I'm using with the name is that while he's always down here in the dirt looking at the ground, he always looks up and sees the sky.
0: Oh, but, so he doesn't though. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but it can't. Uh, um, something
1: else with the world I don't know
0: about. Uh, yeah, a small detail that I forgot There's to mention no is that it's almost always dark in Three the city. Of
2: the, sky.
0: Um, <laughs> the sun, the sun comes out once every four to six weeks, and the city shuts down for like massive celebrations. Um, the The Bonaventures throw this huge party. There's a an understood truce between warring factions. Um, nobody's going to try to assassinate anybody that day because the sun is back the, the sky is lit the cool thing about D&D is that you can have as many moons as you want to and you don't have to explain the astronomy behind it because it's all magic <laughs> so <laughs> there <laughs>
3: tides don't exist, right?
0: no, oh no <laughs> And
3: what are tides?
0: and full disclosure, I did get a D in astronomy <laughs> I was an undergrad <laughs> so I'm putting that education to work
2: <laughs> yep. I'm also definitely a tiefling
0: oh, oh yeah of course of course he is um,
2: I'm looking at my tiefling choices uh, why are there so many subcategories of tiefling what do they always mean I just want to be a tiefling click ok
0: moving on vanilla tiefling Um, so solar, uh, who dreams of the daylight, a tiefling who dreams of the sunlight in the, in this dark place. Um, and in in my notes, I just like the alliteration that I wrote down of Tom tiefling. So it's almost (laughs) like, a uh, like we punched up Tom Bombadil a little bit. bit. (laughs) Um, so he he is there on the scene. Does Solar have a partner?
1: His partner- yeah, partner.
2: So which way which way you want to go with it? We can go two ways. We can go well, three ways with it. We can go A. My partner's also legit, and we're both getting screwed. B. My partner is the pro. Uh, my partner is like the James Gordon versus corrupted guy. And he's the problem. It's like he's my he's overseeing me for the bad people uh-huh. to make sure I don't make the right calls or see my partner dies.
0: It can be like all three of those, right? And also, I thought you said James Corden. <laughs> no, I, mean, well, I, said, I
2: said Jim Gordon, and I was like breathing, so my bad. Um, no worries, Jim Gordon. Jim, Jim Gordon, Jim yeah,
0: Gordon. yeah, 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 no, yeah. But James Corden as Jim Gordon would be incredible, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's got to happen in the Batman. I feel like. Come on, come on, let's go. Chop 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 chop. <laughs> um, I think it can be all three. Like, I think he can be. They they could have been. He he might have think, once been legit. I think,
2: I think he was on my team. I think we both came like the same class or the same background or whatever, and we've done the same beat together for so long. But so he's got backstory, something happened, someone got to him, someone's giving him the squeeze. Yeah. And his his require part of his requirement is to stop certain cases from happening or certain yep. actions or he's the one he's the one that dirties a crime scene, or he's the one that destroys evidence. He's the one that's doing this now because yeah. he's getting squeezed. I, yeah. And, and then I, he's gonna get shot because he makes a wrong decision or something. He's gonna get he's gonna get taken out because he went the wrong way or warned me or something like that.
0: Yeah. I, I know exactly what's happening to him. Yeah. I know yeah. um,
2: for the record, I am improving all this off the top of my head and I know if this goes with the flavor or not with the flavor world, I'm hundred percent fine with re rolling, rebuilding oh, and no, sideways. I know there's a very certain realm you want this to work in. I don't want to be this is how the cops are going to work. I'm Like I don't know. I'm improvising. I'm using movies.
0: Oh no, that's totally fine. And I mean, it's it's a Hollywood setting, right? So it, it totally makes sense that they would behave like like cops in a movie, okay. right? Like you can you can do uh, oh, what the hell is the name of that? I'm drawing blanks left and right tonight. Summer break does that to me. <clears throat> uh, I have to take this
2: uh, cell phone call real quick. I'll be right back for one second.
0: Okay. So Solar and his uh nameless for now partner um are showing up to investigate so while while that's happening and while we let tom take his call uh re um what's happened at the bakery i hadn't
3: thought of the bakery actually and and she doesn't
0: even have to be she doesn't even have to be centered there like (laughs) what's what's zafira doing what's her Um, what's her reaction to this news that um that this murder happened i don't if
3: it I Honestly, I think if it weren't for the fact that somebody died and death is kind of her thing, she wouldn't care. Okay. But I feel like part of it with her is she's trying to figure out how to bring her mother back, but she doesn't want to try to do it if she's not sure it'll work. So maybe she's trying to find like deaths and stuff like this as sort of experiments to see if different ideas she has will actually work. That All way the... she's not wasting her shot on her mother
0: yeah so she's in a way she's like one of those old doctors that would like go grave robbing yeah right
3: kind of yeah
0: (laughs) using using the bakery as a front for her mad science (laughs) (laughs) her her dark warlocky arts
3: her dad passed away you know a couple years ago left the bakery to hers her siblings are all out of the city and it's all hers now
0: Oh yeah, they all moved. Yeah, they they just went exploring. Yeah. Uh, there's one probably in college. First one to go to college, and <laughs> she's she's mad about that. Uh,
3: no, it's the oldest sister and her oldest brother. They left, and mm-hmm. one became a monk. The other one's a cleric. That's as far as I've gotten with everybody else in the family. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I the old the monk is the one I play in the other campaign. So
0: okay, cool. Yeah. Which um. is a
3: Tal'dore campaign, which I don't think would be easily translatable over here. So, kind of just make up stuff for Zephyr and.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I because everything in Backfire, like, it, I well everything that Wizards has made exists in Backfire. I've been trying to figure out a way that that can like, like, what's the game mechanic of that? Right, like, how do people mm. find their way into this place? Because um, yeah. even like down the line, I. I think that different organizations from like the Forgotten Realms or Ravnica or wherever would would be here somehow, but I'm not mm-hmm. entirely clear like how they how they get there. And I I don't want to yeah. do something like the mist takes them. I don't want to do anything like that. I, I debated having like a Brigadoon kind of thing, but I'm, I'm using that for another game and I don't want to like make that a thing that I'd always do. So there's got to be, I, I don't know, mm-hmm. there's some way that people are getting here. One thing that Zephira would would know is that um, like all there are there are so many different religions that exist here, um, mm-hmm. and so many different gods are here, and okay. I I think that she would even though she has this pact with a uh, this uh, however we want to describe who she has the yeah. pact with I,
3: I pick I picked the Undying so mm-hmm. take from that what we
0: will yeah so she has this pact with this like heretofore for undiscovered entity, um, like elder goddess you. kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, she would be aware that there are like lots of other gods and goddesses, um, who are present, like actually physically in the city who, who walk among the population that are there. And people aren't really like married to one particular like sect you know what I mean? Yeah, um, people kind of are
3: kind of food,
0: yeah. Like, they, you pick, pick and choose whatever. like what you like from uh, from different like the teachings of different gods, and just kind of like a la carte, I guess. Yeah. Do what you will, and so I I think that would be something that would like play really well into her experimenting um, with trying yeah, to bring her mom back, like almost like theology as a as a quantifiable science, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> like, I love
0: it. Like, okay, so I've got, like, you know, 15% of Asmodeus in here, and maybe I need to, <laughs> like, crank that back a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, that's just like, a really cool image. Like like the Einstein chalkboard <laughs> and, and working on, like, this equation somehow. But it's a like symbol oh yeah <laughs> in in parentheses <laughs> and it just looks like complete gibberish to everybody except for her Um, and her it makes like absolute perfect sense
3: absolute genius just on a board
0: oh yeah it's like that that story about the, the janitor who like he died and they found some like unsolvable equation that he had carved <gasps> into his, his dining room table like, like something <laughs> like that she's like this hidden genius that is just this I don't want to say mild-mannered bakery owner, but <laughs> somebody that you would think a would front by day, yeah. Um, and she would need a front too because magic is very restricted here. Um, yeah. That uh, because it's a bureaucracy, right? It's a it's a city that's guided by all of its institutions. Um, there are colleges for every school of magic. Um, they're strict about you know you're either if you're doing conjuration that's all you're doing if you're doing necromancy that's all you're doing there's not like a lot of cross-pollination as far as spells go um and so somebody like her who's doing this sort of like mad science on the side i i wonder how they would approach that like i wonder what the public reaction would be i i I think because we're going for like noirish type of stuff they they probably wouldn't be really thrilled (laughs) right yeah i don't think so um who is this? Who is this woman? And what she's experimenting with? And um, there would be like the older neighbor lady who was like, she always seemed like such a normal girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this was going on—necromancy on my right under my nose. It's
3: a regular old Ted Bundy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
3: This is not, I mean, not bad, but you know, okay. <laughs> trying to do the opposite you know bring people back to life instead <laughs> of kill them. The anti-ten but ten but. Ted Bundy, I can talk. I swear,
0: it's contagious. Yeah, <laughs> that's
3: just my natural state. So I think I'm just projecting.
0: Sorry. <laughs> no worries.
3: And yes, I'm eating Nutella out of a jar. Don't judge me.
2: You, you live your best life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an informal show. I, much like my classes, are not super traditional I don't think there's any rules here tradition really. what's
3: tradition I know nothing something
0: this to burn to the ground <laughs>
3: <laughs> works for me
0: yeah so alright so uh, Solar on the scene yep. we need a, a grizzled name for his partner um, let me let me work on this for a second here and give you something it's gotta be something like oh this is perfect Detective name generator. <laughs> nice. All right. Russ. It. Russ Steele.
2: <laughs> oh, oh Steele. He's a minotaur.
0: <laughs> oh, of course he is.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Russ. He wears,
2: yeah. he's, got steel, he's got steel like uh, armor-piercer plates on top of his horns. That's his. That's his thing.
3: And he's not, not a copper dragonborn. <laughs>
2: I don't know. What, what are you going to let Dragonborns fly? Or are you going? Are you going high magic, low magic? Where are you going with the? You're, you're, you're isolating magic. Yeah. Dragon Dragonborn Dragon entities, all that kind of jazz. Uh huh. How is that going to appear if we're doing a, a magic restriction?
0: So as far as like the breath weapons go, that would just be considered like a natural thing about sure. them, right? Um, okay. Just like this weird kind of quirky thing. Like you just sure. happen to spray acid. Every so right. often,
2: copper dragon board sounds fun.
0: Okay. Did
3: you get the joke?
0: Copper. <laughs> yep. cop Yeah. Cop. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yep. I yeah. <laughs> I can already tell this is going to be a great, <laughs> great game. <laughs>
3: oh, <man. laughs> this is nothing compared to the discord for the game I'm already in. this is tame
0: well listen we're just we're just meeting (laughs) for the first time i think everybody's holding back their everybody's holding back their best material
3: (laughs) i can't even take credit for that one that was from the internet
0: thank you internet for all the wonders and terror that you continue to provide us every day
3: just so you know since you walked away i actually i found out on the internet it wasn't actually me (laughs) I'm not that much of a comedic genius.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I was impressed. And I I walked away for drama. The camera doesn't know that. And then I went and got my charger for my laptop
1: because it's going (laughs) to
0: die. Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilsack. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast Um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do, is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it Play for Progress, and the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably, other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues, or who feel alienated or isolated in some, in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly, and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people. So we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering, um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now, is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, If you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash play for progress with hyphens between the words so play hyphen for hyphen progress Um, and anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable thank you